podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? That's going to be funny for no one. Welcome to the Movie, Movie, Podcast, everybody. <laughs> Episode number 100. Guys, we did it. We made it. We did. We made it. And with me. And now we can stop. <laughs> Thank God. And the curse is to, lifted. To celebrate the 100th episode, as you can hear, is Russ. Hey, guys. Peter. Some, say, some said we couldn't get to here, while others responded, what podcast? <laughs> and the captain of the ship himself, Alex. Movie, movie, podcast. What? Oh, we're not no. doing it? Oh, oh man, that would have been great. Oh, well, whoa, it's too late. But guys, we got a fun one for you listeners today, for you longtime listeners today. We went back and watched the movies from our very first podcast eight years ago. <laughs> Actually, eight years ago this month. Yep. Jeez. Oh, it took us a long time to get to 100. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did take us a long time to get to 100. And let me say, without a doubt, in my mind, that these were the three best movies we had ever watched on a single podcast. <laughs> Uh, I'd say top to bottom, strong, strongest quality podcast we've ever done. And if I knew that it wasn't going to get better, <laughs> I don't know that I would have done 99 more. <laughs> 98, you think if you, because uh, this 99th one, we're actually doing those ones again. If, That's true. If you thought that you'd have to watch This Is 40 twice. Never would have. <laughs> I haven't. I refuse to. <laughs> oh, but... I are forgetting the week that we did the original Avengers movie and Think Like a Man. That was that, that was a great one as well. That oh, was a good, man. but that's just two movies that are great. Yeah, I actually I was... wanted to revisit Think Like a Man like a lot. All right. Episode two hundred, two hundred. Uh, <laughs> yeah, episode two hundred. We do. Years. Yeah, well, and and when we're in our forties, we'll do that. Right. I never saw Think Like a Man too. Neither did I. No. Like, you know why? You don't mess with perfection. Yeah. Yeah. Let's jump right into it. We're already wandering and meandering. And let's start with, I believe, the number one movie on two out of the four top ten lists that year. Cabin in the Woods. No, well, that's the number one movie every year. Um, Just as a a heads up for for everyone, uh, the very first podcast, uh, we talked about these three movies and kind of talked about The Hunger Games a couple weeks late. Um, We did it in 39 minutes, and I think we can at least double that. (laughs) (laughs) That'll definitely. I don't want to do that, but uh, I'll take the challenge. (laughs) Four Quibbies is too many. Yeah, that's like eight Quibbies. Oh, can't even. Are we still it. doing the Quibi thing? <laughs> That'll be one hundred and one. One hundred and one. We bring back Quibi podcast. Yeah, Quibi, Quibi podcast. One hundred and one. Guys, Cabin in the Woods. Do we even? Do we? I kind of. You know, yeah. it's the first we got to have rust downs yeah. for all of them. Yeah. We the actually cabinet. the first episode didn't have rust downs. Then they need them. Well, then they're going to get what they deserve. Yes. <laughs> um, the Cabin in the Woods. Drew Goddard directed. Five friends go for a remote, for a break at a remote cabin where they get more than they bargained for, discovering the truth behind a cabin in the woods. I hadn't seen this movie in probably two years, maybe three. Oh, I hadn't seen it since probably 2012, 2013. Yeah, same here. This is the first time and I watched it. And I watched it, it yesterday. Nice. 
This movie, like, if if we did a since we've done this podcast, what is the number one movie of all of the movies? It might be this. I would say if we were to do that, we have our top three contenders in this podcast. Honestly, honestly, uh, yeah, we can get there. Uh, (laughs) But I I think these, one, it was the strongest podcast we ever had. But I think Cabin, I had so much fun rewatching this movie yesterday. I I completely forgot about parts of it. Oh, yeah, I just forgot too. how overtly funny it was. I forgot all the yeah. scientist stuff. Um, yeah. It's, I, oh my God, it was so funny. I, so I thought there was more lead up uh, to, to all like the, again, like the scientist lab, all like, oh, like things. That's I the start. The yeah. Yeah. It, and man, like this, this movie too, it's so fast. What like I couldn't believe. Card. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Oh. By the way. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be the voice that comes up and just tells us we've talked about this. Um, we spent a bunch in the in the very first podcast talking about how much we love that title card. <laughs> so let's do it again. <laughs> well, it was great, and now yeah. I'm a, a, a man of a certain. Now I'm in my late mid to late thirties, and I still think that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It, like Richard Jenkins and Bradley Whitford were what a, what a great team. Swinging with goddamn fences. And this yeah. was like one of the first signs that Hemsworth uh, could do comedy. Yeah. Um, even though his character's not really built to be funny, you see shades of it. This movie is perfect. Yeah. And man, like, so this was shot in 2009, right? Is that the thing? It was shot like in in 2009 or 2010 and shelved for a really long time. Which is insane. Yeah, why would you sit on this? I guess to make him to wait till he's a bigger star, but... But it's yeah. a horror movie. Horror, when, yeah, since when sure. is a horror movie needed a big star? Yeah. Yeah, um, as you guys said, like, you get the sense... It's, it's nice. It was nice for Chris Hemsworth that... It's not that he's outwardly funny. It's just that he is such this, like, big, hulking... Extremely attractive face wise. Oh, yeah. And it's just nice that, like, some people who look like that, you can't even laugh at things going on around them. Right. But this is the movie that, like, oh, I can, I can see me laughing at things when he's in the screen, even yeah. though he's such this, like, weird specimen. Yeah. So I, I gotta ask one thing. You guys think, uh, so script obviously co written by Joss Whedon, very obviously, uh, when you're watching it. Joss Whedon dialogue, uh, like eight nine years later, still hold up for you? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, one hundred percent. In mo- in a lot of things, no, but in this, yes, because yeah. it was built on the rails of of like your traditional horror movie, and it is yeah. that. It's just that such <laughs> like it's it's a it's a meta send up, but also exactly. a love letter to horror movies that does it so like. They've got all the characters in college that look like they're way too old to be in college, like doing all the dumb stuff to try and make like they explain away why horror movies. It's just it's so and good. like the the pheromone stuff yeah. and the drugging their stuff and the blonde ble, blonde uh, bleaching the hair to make them dumber yeah. when they're all like inherently not those tropes with right. the exception of the stoner because uh, like. You think like in the first scene when they're looking at the textbooks and stuff, you're like, oh, these guys are like fucking idiots. 
No, like Hemsworth's character was actually like a smart guy. Yeah, he was like a yeah. sociology major and like, yeah. <laughs> but I, there is so much just like, there's so much fun and funniness to be had in like the brutality of it throughout as well. Yes. Um, Hemsworth's motorcycle scene is so <laughs> that was a uh, laugh out loud scene in the theater and it's still and, really and, and I forgot they let it they and let you it see happens... him tumble for forever yeah, I know it's so good and I... the heroic music that plays before it, it it's <laughs> it's really a great it's... scene and 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 the just the dialogue too of like being like don't hold back yeah I never yeah. do <laughs> so I've so, so the most out of everyone I've probably seen it uh, at least once a year since since it came out like wow. this is a movie I revisit a lot yeah and I haven't and I don't know why I haven't yeah, I think it's, it's going the to same. Be becoming that for me at the, after the second it's, watch it's such a good rewatch because like what's so satisfying on every single rewatch is you can see all the little hints that they're doing for the entire first 20 minutes that were just confusing the first time around. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and just, but you see every single little thing and it's just so, it's so well put together. Yeah. And, 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 and the, the scene when they first go into the basement is such a oh. fun, fun scene. Oh my God. You're watching all of the potential, uh, murder, murderer tropes. Yeah in their infancy and, and the, the comedy of them betting on which one was going to win. That was so like, good for, for it to balance for it to exactly nail what a horror movie is, but yeah. also nail how it's hilarious. Yeah. is yep. a really tough balance because it's, this movie doesn't hate horror. No. no and I think in less it. capable hands, yeah. you, this would be like, a comedy horror that doesn't like the movies. No, this movie right. clearly enjoys them. Like, this and, and could I think have been having... a scary movie, right? But it's not. Oh, right. Yeah. And not to say anything wrong with scary movie one and two, because I like those. Right. Yeah. But it, those movies are making fun of horror movies. This one is like having fun with horror movies. Right. Do you think that there's a, you know, universe where this could have been like a, a scary movie, like where there was a cabin in the woods two that took on, other parts of like horror tropes or anything i don't i mean sorry go ahead no i don't i don't think this is the perfect don't make another one movie right. um, i completely agree they i don't see you, you gave us that just by showing us what was happening in japan and what was happening yeah. in the other in the other so countries so funny. I, I think funny. if you went any further I, it, turned a ghost it, into it a kind frog. of makes oh my the God. conceit fall apart like i i still do, i have questions about this world but that is yeah, probably better for me to leave them at questions but if i get them answered because the world ends yeah it doesn't matter exactly. yeah <laughs> fucking the old gods all yeah yeah, yeah. 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 uh the fav- my favorite the audience. My favorite touch this time around, um, of like little gag that that got me the most was after when they're in like the the black room, and yeah. in, in the basement in like the other part of the basement of the cabin, and she stabs the zombie with the knife, um, and then they just flick a switch so it zaps her hand so she drops it. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just like it's such a quick little cutaway. Yeah. That the only thing it does, which is so fun, the only thing it does is give a reason for something we've seen a million times in horror movies. Yeah. In which yeah. they yeah. get a weapon, they use it, and they immediately abandon it. Yeah. Well, and it just, like, what, 
Sorry. Uh, uh, it's just such a fun little, almost completely unnecessary, but such a smart little addition to that sequence. And and I think like movies like this and like Tucker and Dale receivable. Like I think I really love the uh, like when it's done right. Uh, the idea of like taking the other side or like behind the scenes of of other things. And you're right, like all those all that stuff. It just makes everything we've seen make sense. And um, now in terms of references, did you guys pick up on any more that you didn't see before? Or did you think any were like super dated? No, I did pause uh, so that I could catch as many of them as possible. And there weren't, there weren't really any that I missed because a couple months ago I actually did watch a YouTube video of all the things you didn't see in Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> uh, so I got a lot of them from that. But it, it's, it, it, I've tried to pay more attention to the stuff that's kind of happening in the margins once things go crazy. And they really do cover pretty much all the, uh, all the killers. Uh, for, you, can for really me, find, you can really find totems for every single thing on that board in that basement. Oh yeah, I yeah. didn't mm-hmm. like post that picture like in one of our first like blog posts on the movie movie I, blog. I, I believe so. <laughs> I think so. Uh, and it's just so funny like now being like them having like a a reference to like Elijah Wood in Sin City. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a yep. thing. Oh man, <laughs> like those like silent weirdo killers. And I love that when she's like, but I had zombies. It's like, no, it's it's like witches and sexy witches. I like that. That, yeah, that board cracked me up. That was really good. That board is really, really, really funny. And I would have loved to be in the in like not in the writer's room, but I would have loved to be around as that was getting developed because, you know, it was really fun. Yeah. All right. Should we move on? We could talk about Cabin in the Woods for a while. Um, um, probably. On it is. Weekend. It is a borderline. <laughs> No, I wouldn't say borderline perfect because for what it is, it there doesn't there isn't a single thing it attempts to do that it doesn't do successfully. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know if people are still watching this movie, um, but I hope they are. And if you haven't seen it for any reason, please go now. Yeah, yeah, because it and I don't it was never a hit. It never really did all that great. Uh, its Metacritic is really high, but I I don't really know. It doesn't ever come up. In conversation so if you haven't for whatever reason seen it they see were it. they were pushing it on hulu after they got the rights to it recently that whenever you boot up hulu it was like the number one it's... movie that was there um like trying to get people to watch it but that's only in very recent times um also they they made a, a functional version of that coffee cup bong thing yeah oh, really yeah it cost oh. five thousand dollars according to imdb trivia uh that's too many dollars that's too many dollars, but if we go foursies on it, no, we have to save our money for the A twenty four auction. That is true, and that I really want to do that. I want uh, buy- unrelated, like well, not related, but back to the movie. Uh, Richard Jenkins and Bradley Whitford do something else together, like do a do a two man show or something. Oh. Like their their comedy, their chemistry was just too potent for this to be the only, the last thing they've done together. All right. I think that that is that. Well, that's the last word until episode, I don't know, 110 when we come back and revisit these movies again. That we should move on now to a movie that Russ hadn't seen. 
What? It blows my mind. All. all right. Okay. Let me just really quickly. Okay. I'm going to rust down this real quick. Yep. I'm the one that doesn't have, see like, movies. Five seconds of words. <laughs> Listen, uh, it, it, it missed me. I didn't get there. But the raid. Redemption. A SWAT team becomes trapped in a tenement run by a ruthless mobster and his army of killers and thugs. And that's the rust down. And I wish I could go back in time and see this movie every single day. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It is, it is without question. Like, and I know I just said that Cabin in the Woods might be the best movie that, <laughs> uh, that but that might be the best movie that I've rated. Yeah. Yeah. The Red no, Redemption is the best movie I've never seen until yesterday and maybe the best movie ever made. Movie rules. The action in this movie oh, it's is fantastic. visceral. It's so and fast. I don't get to say visceral that often. No, but it is. When the dude breaks his back. Oh. Man. When um, the dude. So, oh, every. Oh. There's this really oh. great um, every uh, every frame of painting or whatever that's called, like YouTube series. Yeah. That yeah, has yeah. like snippet from this Jackie Chan interview um, that I think about all the time when I watch uh, movies like The Raid. And it's this like incredible sort of takedown that Jackie discuss Jackie Chan, sorry, discuss like just to be clear, uh, like what's the big difference? Is like they don't cut away from the impact. If you're nope. hiring yeah. stunt performers, they can do this stuff in sequence. So you show the impact in the reaction in the same shot. American films fake the impact and then cut away to show the reaction, and right. it doesn't feel like anyone is being hurt oh yeah this movie feels like people are being yeah hurt. this this movie feels like everyone's dead like <laughs> they spent yeah. so much time showing you this is the punch being thrown and that is the punch landing and that is the person backing up because the punch landed like this is the person's ankle all... getting snapped yeah it's it, 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 it's like yes it's the choreography in this movie second to none yeah. absolutely sure but to film this all and it look good and convincing yeah. and not that quick cut born shit um, yeah. is right. brilliant because there I was I was just I, I mean I watched the movie yesterday and I've rewatched every fight scene today and I started the raid two today but that feels more like a like a like an opus so I'm giving it a little time. It is. Um, it's, it's fantastic, but it definitely it's a lo- is. It seems like a longer, bigger movie. It's like the Kill Bill Volume 2 to yeah. it's the, the Raids movie, Volume They wanted to do the Raid 2 first, but like they didn't get the funding for it, so they did the Raid because it was just such a, a confined space and they could do it easily. How, how I could long see before the, Dread I could see the plots the being out? reversed. What's that? How long before Dread did the I, Raid come out? Well, the, the Raid came out in... Not in America in 2011, and I think it came out Thailand? in America in 2012. Okay, early, and then Dread came out in late 2012. Okay, because yeah. it's very similar, very similar feel to the whole thing. Dread, it's, another one we should really revisit. It's extremely. I, I thought there was more distance between those movies. Nah, it's <laughs> like one came out in April in the U.S. and the other one came out in. Uh, like November in the U.S. Now, granted, the raid came out a, maybe a year a year prior, but that's still a really the only way I can imagine both those movies getting made is if somebody was a part of the production of Dread and just right. kind of broke off and was like, 
uh, I want to do an American version of that. Yeah. So let's put the Judge Dredd character in it. <laughs> and, then, and then let's like shoehorn Dredd onto it because yep. it, it, yeah. it, it felt like that, that deep impact uh, Armageddon, uh, Dante's Peak, Volcano, Volcano sort yeah. of thing where it's like they came out too closely to Ants have no life. similar, no DNA that's similar. Right. But The Raid is, is, is an actual perfect action movie. It is. It's so good. And there's nothing that should be taken out of it. And I, I'm so annoyed I didn't see it sooner. And even I'm, like to get I'm to the, the twists and everything by the end of it, um, the, does the, it... The, the twists are fine. I mean, they're, they're fine. Like, they're... They're not really what makes. If this you've movie seen a movie, great. you kind of know they're they're coming. I don't know yeah. when he takes the one dude, when he takes the main guy host, like the when the cop takes the main guy hostage, and then just fucking shoots him. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that they just do that. And he doesn't try and get out of there with him and like use him as a human shield. He just blows him away. But like that guy looks like he sucks, and if like he of course was gonna well, he was always gonna be the guy. No, yeah. Yeah. So that guy, so that's, well, that's the big thing. Like the, the whole brother is a twist just for this kind of, for this movie and kind of is important for the sequel, but barely. But the fact that there's a lot more corruption in the police is what the second one is all about. Yeah. Yeah. So So, that's just needed to be, that's just the the prologue to their bigger story. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and uh, the, the first raid hates people's ankles and the second one hates people's necks. So get ready for a lot of next stuff. Wait, wait, Russ, you didn't see the second one either? Do you think I'm going to see the raid two before the raid? I don't know. We've seen lots of crazy things on this. I do. I'm a lunatic. Uh, I'm a loose cannon. But no, I just turned it off uh, a little earlier when they had the uh, prison fight in the mud. And I was like, oh my God. I, I, I realized, I was like, this movie, one. The second one is two and a half hours. Yeah, it is. yeah. So it's I was like, I need to stop. Yeah, but the movie, good goddamn, like, uh, I, I'm so annoyed that I hadn't seen it sooner because the action is per like, there's no better action. Yeah, now yeah. so now the, we have a little better idea about why we were so upset over that Mark Wahlberg film. Oh yeah, he oh, yeah. he's good, man. Like he's completely wasted in that yeah, movie. Yeah, they just yeah, I hated that movie so much without even knowing. Um, so now that movie retroactively becomes worse. Yeah, the triple. Uh, e. Oh my god, that's right. God. Uh, but like the one-on-one fights, I think in the raid, uh, for me are just like like is that like when you have like the big ones where it's like fighting lots of people, those ones are crazy. But it's like every time it's like the long drawn out. One on one or two on one. Uh, the two uh, on one like, fight. You is, just, the two exhausting. on one fight is great. The two but on the one fight is dog and the like best the main, like whoever the sergeant holy, was. Yeah. Like, holy shit! Is incredible. The, so there's one sequence from the two on one fight towards the end. Well, even I'm sorry, not even during the fight. The beginning of that fight is so fucking badass. The way that little dude just. <laughs> Yeah. Slowly when he put the gun down, I'm like, all right. Yeah. But he slowly love... sets the brother down. Yep. And then like then they're standing and he like pushes them aside. He's like, no, I want to stand in between the two of you for yeah. this. <laughs> it's so good. It's like and what there's... a fucking lunatic. I love but like his confidence was earned. Like at first yep. I was like, oh, this is a bad guy being a little too cocky. 
No. 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 It was the no, right amount of cockiness. Yep. No American film would give a person of that stature that much offense in a film. Yeah. No. And his fight it's scene a... in two is just as good. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Uh, just, yeah. Is, there's not going to be a raid three, right? Like that's in my dreams I, every night. I have now been doing a ton of research on my new favorite director. There was going to Garrett be one for Evans. a while, but then I think he, they pulled he, it. He kind of said, I guess a couple months ago or a year ago, he was just kind of like, I think the story is done. I want to do other stuff. Um, and now he's sense. got that new show on the, on Sky and BBC, and I think maybe Cinemax, oh, starting know. tomorrow. Uh, no, tonight. Gangs of London, Ooh. about like oh, gangs mob, of London. Oh, mobs and mob and violent stuff in London that's supposed mm. to be like super violent but not in the raid style but oh, more man. like mob and guns and stuff. What is, They should do like a movie version of that here in New York. Oh god. Well done, They're, Alex. In the Bronx. <laughs> in the fucking Bronx. What are games in New York? Call it Rumble in the Bronx. There are two moments that make me like shout every time I watch this movie which is also a lot. Wait, shout? Let it all out. Yeah, the first is when they're they just blow a hole in the floor and jump down. Oh yeah. And then one of the cops notices a guy starting to crawl down and he just tackles him directly out the window. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> There's that I mean the, the the out the window tackles. A move I don't think I've seen that much. And then in that movie it exists like two to three times. Yep. After the machete fight uh, oh. that our main dude has in that room and he realizes other guys are coming and the only way to get away is to like jump out the window on top of a dude yeah. down till he hits the fire escape. I'm like, did you think you were going to survive that? I mean, granted you did, but yeah, what a fucking just incredible movie. And then of so, course, to be mentioned, the the broken door. Oh, the, like the RKO into the door? Yeah. 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 It, it, it's, I, I, I have never felt so much regret. <laughs> and, and now granted, I'm happy I've seen it. I'm now like, I'm a complete, but I feel like everything I've seen up into this point is like, is wrong. Cause I hadn't seen the raid. This is the best. This, is, this would have been my, this would might have supplanted cabin in the woods on my ranking um i I, when i was watching this i couldn't help but think but like you know a few years earlier we had gotten you know casino royale here in the states and everyone's like oh this is you know visceral really like hardcore action films now and it's so funny then like you see something like this and you're like all that stuff that like we thought was like finally being brought over here that was like hardcore it's like it's nothing like yeah Yeah, this is yeah exactly yeah this is the real shit all right. Everything yeah, you get is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, yeah, I, I love this movie. I, I cannot believe it took me this long to see it. Um, and now it's all I care about. <laughs> the, uh, as I said, the, you'll really enjoy the second one. There's some incredible sequences in that. Yeah. They do some wild shit about how they actually film the second one too. Like there's this amazing featurette about how they, uh, filmed one of the car chase sequences. Because they had guys like dressed up as car seats, so they could, oh, that's right. they could they could hand them the the camera into the car 
from like a motorcycle outside of the car. It's insane. All right. I didn't even know there were going to be car chases in the second Yeah, no more spoilers. Now I'm amped up. He just got out of jail. That's what I've seen. (laughs) All right. And he did the the search. But I'm I'm shocked I hadn't seen either of these movies. And they both would have probably been number one the years that they came out in my personal rankings. Because the second one was 2014. Yeah. And I had Boyhood as number one. No. <laughs> it would have been the raid too. Yeah. I forget where And I didn't even finish it. Landed on mine that year. The uh, raid 2 for me was I'm sorry. Uh me and Tiggs both had raid 1 at number 8. Oof, should have been higher. Did yeah. not even make my list. I'm an idiot. No, when we <laughs> list I said the raid and you were like, oh, I forgot about that movie. Uh you the have raid. it at you have the raid 2 at 7. Tiggs had the raid 2 at Two. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Over under brick mansions. <laughs> well, we haven't gotten to that episode yet. We will get there eventually. <laughs> Guys, we've got content now forever. We're just going back and watching these other things. <laughs> Rewatching all the episodes over again. Yeah, my opinions were Every- bullshit. Yeah, I would probably oh, take just... Brick Mansions back at this point. You know what? No, I'm not gonna yeah. say that until I watch it again. Can we do like a redemption episode? Yeah, we should raid. Yeah, because I'm seeing a lot of, tra- and especially now that I, I live in a post raid universe. Yeah, all of my ranking, all of my rankings have to change. Like I want to totally redo 2012. Yeah, the Spe- first year. Speaking of fixing mistakes, my number nine for that year is a movie we're about to talk about, and I've said it multiple times. Should have been my number one because it's a movie that I've watched probably 70 to 80 times since that podcast. Russ, give us a Russ Town for Lockout. Lockout. 48 on Metacritic. Um, <laughs> directed they by... Uh, I don't know, <laughs> some guy. That's actually the part of, first part of the summary. Is the, is the Metacritic. <laughs> directed by James Mather and Steve St. Leger. Two people I've never heard of. Nope. A man wrongly convicted of conspiracy to commit espionage against the U.S. is offered his freedom if he can rescue the president's daughter from, <laughs> from an outer prison taken over by violent inmates. Yet another movie on the same podcast that has an incredible way of showing you the credits. Oh, yeah. when he just keeps getting punched. Oh. <laughs> I forgot how much I enjoyed him getting punched and then a dude's name yeah. and then it, the like what a really awesome smart way to intro that movie. Yep. And Guy Pierce has a guy who probably has infinite charisma and we just saw him <laughs> slum it in fucking bullshit bloodshot. Yeah. Yeah. This guy can do so much and in 8 years he hasn't had a role nearly as meaty. No, right? no, just crazy. This was this. I and it's odd because Jesus. like he's been around for a while now, and it's like if you had to say what are his iconic roles, like uh, I'm not saying Lockout shouldn't be one of them, but he should have so many more. He should, since but Lockout I, is his like big starring role. That's like his, I hope yeah, he's he did a couple as of much fun, but yeah. I hope he's having as much fun as I think he is. Yes, I think, he, because... I think he is. He sells a lot of this very well. Like he he sells both the physical presence, which is surprising for Guy Pierce. Yeah, but yeah. 
big and he looks threatening and he he sells that action but he's also surprisingly so charming as the smarmiest smarm action hero ever yeah his, his smarm was turned up to his 11 oh easy yeah and the, like maggie grace uh her uh, Ma- like maggie grace her not acting loves well get- but be she was basically her character from taken oh, yeah. i was about to say yep. she loves being like an in trouble daughter yeah she's really good at it and just her lines were everything was so 1980s canned yeah. like oh let me guess you're this kind of guy huh and it's if you're going into this movie expecting it to be like a legitimately uh, quote unquote, you know, like in because you figure this came out around the time of Taken, like the gritty kind of action that's yeah. hardcore or whatever. No, nah, this shit was like an '80s movie made now. Yep, and it's Perfect. so great because the, <laughs> the character of Guy Pierce, as we talked about him, like back no. that yes, yeah, no, calm snow, no. uh, Marion. Yeah, Marion Snow. Why? <laughs> why have that? It's just... No, but why not? Why, why not? not? Exactly. Well, the fact that he's so sarcastic and such a dick is just because they didn't write any other dialogue, yeah. and they didn't want they like chose not to write like that much of that much of a plot into this. They chose not to do like character stuff. Like they were just like instead of writing a conversation, what do you think a character would say to him? And then let's think of a dick thing for him to say back. Yeah. And that's it. The whole like port and starboard part, like hilarious. Oh yeah, when she's like, it's like uh, it's not really north and south in space. It's port and starboard, but you'll be all right. Yeah, <laughs> just like as they're going after, it's being like, oh, this way north. Like fuck, so fun. Oh my god. And then oh, here's an the apple. Here's a gun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one of my favorite lines possibly in any movie. Um, the the brothers, uh, the the antagonists. Oh, oh yeah, yes. Joseph Gilgan, and then the other guy who I don't know. The guy from Misfits that we like, who's on a yeah, that's Gilgan. Yeah. He was on Preacher. Yeah, like legit terrifying and like hilarious when like uh, the crazy brother is like drinking milk out of a patch pouch uh, and like getting ready to just shoot every scientist that's in the room. Like good psycho play on their parts as well. Really selling that like super right. well. And uh, this movie, whether I don't, I didn't remember a lot of it because I hadn't seen it since I hadn't seen it since the first time around. I watched it last night. Uh, yeah, same. If I didn't know Peter Stormare was in this movie, I would have assumed he was in it. Yes, a hundred percent. This also, is the perfect Peter Stormare film. And I love that it like it's got that big thing in the front that's like an original idea by Luke Besson. Yeah, right. Like, and then right. immediately he gets sued for it. Uh, I will it's say, like you really like, just made, dude. It's like you made Die Hard in space. Yep. That well, is no, all this is sued by John Carpenter. Oh. Uh, because it's Escape from New York. Like, but, but Peter, you're you're more familiar with the um, uh, Space Jail. What was that series you loved? Well, no, only one of them was Fortress and Fortress Two. Fortress Two's in space. Tom Sizemore. Mm. No, no, that's uh, Christopher Lambert. Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought you were going to yes. talk about, like, Bitch Planet or something like that, which is also a fantastic Space Jail comic book. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't read it yet. What I really like about this movie, oddly enough, on this second rewatch that I didn't remember, is kind of my favorite sci-fi movie thing, is when you just, like, 
color the world without actually talking about it. Like the yeah. fact that the office is now like eight stories underground in the bunker. Yes. Oh yeah. Um. Wait. What? I, the, the fact that they just have like because I, I don't know what year is this supposed to be. Twenty seventy nine. Twenty seventy nine. Okay. Like the fact that they have like the low orbit. Um, low orbit police police force, but, there's, but there's no one else in low orbit. <laughs> and the suits at the end of that movie get them into the Earth's Earth's atmosphere. Yep. Which, if we could have suits that got us into Earth's atmosphere, okay. Why would we? If we have the technology to make an individual person safe, like what? Like, no, why wouldn't we just be sending like human, like just regular dudes up there? I don't know. I got a lot of questions. Um, also, I'm, my notes, and I'm looking back, some of my notes don't make sense. Uh, some were like, wouldn't it have been cool if Mace was played by Mace? That's nothing. <laughs> you know what? Been cool, <laughs> to be fair. I will say that CGI motorcycle scene does not Terrible. look good. Oh my god, that, it's bad. Was the wor- that was the only what? sci-fi part of the movie spe- from a special effects standpoint that did not hold up. Yeah, everything else I guess but, was practical uh, yeah. or whatever. Well, well I thought the low grass fight actually looked all right. The what? The low grass fight. Was good, yeah. fight? Yeah. When they, yeah, they- yeah. It's fine, but it's just the motor. Cycle, I think it was just yeah. the motion was too quick. Yeah, that it was like clear that none of that was practical. I feel like everything else, there were um, there were enough practical elements around that they had to make it look halfway decent. But it looked worse than like when Blade in Blade Two jumps down in to fight those vampires in that like seat in that background where there's all those lights flashing. Oh, when they get rubbery. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a lot of rubbery at the beginning of it, yeah. or in, in it. But I mean, the movie makes up for it in just pure chunks. Yeah, I can, I can, I can really understand the low score because I can completely understand people who might like the opening like we do, but get completely turned off by that motorcycle chase and how digital it is. Because yeah. then it's a space jail. It's like, well, now this is just ridiculous, and I, I get it. If you hop off, I think you really need to. Not that was the one time where I was like, good or not, I know I've seen this movie and I remember liking it, but this is... It's bad. And I got nervous. I was like, is the rest of this movie going to be like terrible terrible yeah. from an effects standpoint? But then I remembered, you just got to get to the space jail. You just got to get to the space jail, and then it's all okay. And then once they're in space jail, it, it's, it's regular sets. It's going to be fine. Yeah. But... Yeah. This movie is better. It this is a better than it one. has any business being. Yep. Movie. Um, I know people were like sad we didn't get that like Green Arrow Supermax movie. Um, I take this over that any day. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like I like I I I've, I've been spending the last couple of minutes just kind of going over Guy Pierce's filmography, nice. keeping in mind that this was like 2012. Uh-huh. No real hits since then. That's crazy. I mean, he was in Alien Covenant well, in a Iron role that you could tell was going to be fleshed out if they made those new Alien movies into a franchise, but that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, I saw him in Mary, Queen of Scots for like a hot second. <laughs> and those would be the only two. Oh, and Iron Man 3 came yeah, three. out. The yeah, I went year. through the next year, yes. But, like, 
nothing. He really hasn't. He's done a lot, but nothing of consequence. No, it's and crazy. That's unfortunate because he's really good. Yeah, he's very good at most things. I don't know why it's taken him so. Why he can't get a, like a real meaty role, especially in, with TV the way it is now. Right. Yeah. How is there no Hulu show or Netflix show or FX show? I mean, he did do the Christmas Carol on FX. But but, bring, um, but they've been like looking for a new Jack Bauer for twenty four. Fucking get Guy Pierce. Yeah. yeah. Like I'd be into he, that. He and he he pulls off like grizzled and experienced. Yeah. Really, 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 really well, and he'll do it in a way that's a little bit more fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how this guy can't. I mean, I'm not saying he can't get work, because clearly he is, but get work that I know. Yeah, he should be having more, like, leading roles. Yeah, he should be in more, he should be a lead, a lead in way more things that everyone talks about, because he's good. Yeah. yeah well, and there's too that. many, there's too many shitty people who do more than him. He's yeah. really, really good. Yeah, I can imagine this casting, and someone saying, why not Guy Pierce?" and someone saying, that's a really weird idea. Yeah. yeah. But it's also, he nails it. Yeah. So I think he completely earns any, like, other shot. Mm -hmm. Especially because in this, you're seeing a little bit of a different side to him than you would have seen up until that point. Yeah. Like, he's been, he's been, he's been, like, tough dudes, again, in, like, Nick Cave Westerns. Uh, What is Jack Irish? I don't know, but it's been on for three seasons, apparently. (laughs) Um He's good in L.A. Confidential. He's good oh, yeah. in Memento, obviously. Yep. But, but like, he can do significantly more than I think we've seen. And now I want to see that. Yeah. yeah. Now, granted, I'm saying that, me- meanwhile, this movie came out eight years ago. So I don't yeah, really think it's true. happened. That's, and I just saw fair. him in Bloodshot, which was an objectively her- oh, horrible so movie. bad. Yeah, but, but was, my, my complaint for Bloodshot was I wanted him to be a bigger villain. And he yes. could pull it off. He why not off. Why yeah. be so bland? Like, why can't he be, like, silly in some way? Or and, he's a, and he's a scenery chewer. Like, he could be yeah. a scenery chewing villain that in a movie that has, if Vin Diesel's going to be playing it straight and the, the, the most wackadoodle character you have is Winston from New Girl, you need somebody to elevate that movie. And Guy Pierce is fully capable of doing that. Yeah. I don't know why yeah. you didn't allow him to or write him to I, do that. I would take a, a sequel to this right now that is completely like winking and, and nodding at it being bad or a long time. Like I, I I'd like him to go back to this. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. This is I mean, it is his snake Pliskin. Yeah. Yeah. How long between <laughs> I like, mean... New York and LA? <laughs> like it's probably a good eight years. Yeah. Um, Maybe just uh, invert the movie and call it Lock In. I don't know. Now they're like, oh, oh my god, that's perfect. and it's just about the coronavirus. Okay, sure. Yeah, everyone's trying to get into this place that he's in, and people are getting in, and now he's got to kill that. I don't know. Whatever. It movie matter. writes itself. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we are officially longer than our first podcast. We did it. We did it. Um. Is Alex calling me right now? He is. I don't know why he's doing that. Alex, you on this call? Alex left the call. Alex left the call. Okay, I'm going to decline that. 
and I'm going to add him back to this call for some reason. I love that on our 100th episode that goes down. <laughs> I'm not editing this out either. But let's there were two years between New York and LA. How many? 15. Yeah, so we could get a lock in. We could get a lock. We in. got time, baby. Yeah, we got time for a lock in. Well, why don't we write it? Fake movie Friday. Bring it back. Each no, of us do a different. Re- real, real movie quarantine. Why don't we take this time? We know the character. We know how he should sound. Why don't we write this movie and pitch it to Lionsgate? Listen, what is the SAG day rate? We will pay Guy Pierce that. Uh, I don't think have him (laughs) and have him record from home. And we'll go into production right now. I'm into it. Pete, you don't sound on board. Well, I'm saving my money to buy the hammer for midsummer. Oh, that's true. How much is that going for? It's on auction right now. Well, what's the current bid? What's it going for? I don't know if it went up yet. Right, let me take a look. Well, while you take a look, I'll take us home. You can find us on the web at movemovepodcast.com. You can email us at movemovepodcast at gmail.com. You can find Russ everywhere on every social media network as Russ Incredible. You can find Peter as Funky Bankman on Letterboxd. You can find me on Strava, I guess. Johnny Tate. My new favorite part of the podcast. Alex. I know. It's homework. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Um, the I had a lot going on this last week. <laughs> um, I, I think I mentioned before I've been watching a lot of unsolved mysteries. You did mention that. You did mention that. Uh, so yeah, I'm not on anywhere yet. But next week, find me. You will. You will see it there suggested friends on everything all right there it is next time you will be hearing from alex about where you can find him on the internet uh you can find us we are priest and the beekeeper you can find us on itunes that is the name of our improv troupe that doesn't have an improv show right now because everything is closed um and i think that's about it next time are we going to be doing the uh south by southwest festival films or are we gonna have something in between that uh we'll need something in between okay uh so we'll figure that out Maybe everyone just watches Brick Mansions. I don't know. We'll see what we'll figure it out later. Uh, but thank you all for being here. Go watch Lockout. Go watch The Raid. Go watch Cabin in the Woods. Relive your youth just like we did this time on the Movie Movie Podcast. 100 more podcasts. Well, eight more years. <laughs> oh.